You're listening to Newcastle in the Morning. Well, you may recall over the last couple of uh, months, I've been speaking with Lou Chapman about the uh, World Monologue Games, the 2022 Global Finals. She made it through the regionals. She made it through to the World Finals. And last night, very excitingly, Lou won. Lou is now the world champion for the World Monologue Games in the endurance category. And she joins me in the studio this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for sharing this with me. It is so exciting. When uh, I looked at the time last night and I went, I should be going to sleep because I got a 2 a.m. start, but I'm going to have a look. And I sent you a message saying, how, how did you go? And you sent back saying gold. And I'm like, oh, my God. She's very calm for just having got one gold. And so I went through and I had a look at the presentation and uh, it wasn't the only award you won last night, was it? What else did you win? Well, I got the Torchbearer Award as well, which I'm so chuffed about. It's about advocacy. It's about um, representing the World Monologue Games, being a spokesperson and a general enthusiast and community supporter. It was exceptional. I loved it. And uh the gentleman who's in charge of it all, he uh, he got quite emotional, didn't he, when he uh, when he announced that uh, that uh, torchbearer award? He was uh, he was quite chuffed about everything you've done and just how incredible you are. Pete Malaki is the best guy ever. Not only has he created this international platform for all of us actors to perform and get to know one another and share our stories, he amazingly responds on the spot every inquiry he's so supportive he's I don't think he does sleep (laughs) no I don't think he does either I I agree with you it was an interesting time wasn't it it went at eight o'clock last night uh, to try and obviously go to every market he's based here in Australia though isn't he he is he's just down there in Sydney but he's managed to involve 120 countries in the competition and so it's just such a huge accomplishment on his behalf and I'm so thrilled I've got all these new social friends from (laughs) Indonesia and Bangladesh and India and all over the world I love it and that's what really struck me last night was uh, looking at the winners watching it, it it roll out where the winners came from there was from Pakistan, from India. There's a couple of Australians, obviously, but the diversity of the winners was just just mind-blowing, wasn't it? Yeah, it's so good. So second place in my category was Brazil and and third place was Australia. And Australians did really, really well Mm. this time. So, uh, you know, it's obviously started in Australia, but um, this is the best year Australia's gone. Yeah. Oh, really? That's great. Now, uh, to put it into perspective and to, you know, we're talking about how fantastic the Socceroos are this morning that you know we're ranked 38th in the world yet we're sitting in the top 16 now when you have a look at this you know there are 7,000 registered competitors from 120 countries a thousand performances were live streamed more than 500,000 views on YouTube it's incredible isn't it that that little old Lou Chapman has won it is fantastic I am really blown away. I have to admit, when I got into bed last night, I could not sleep. I had to get up again. (laughs) See, you should have known about that 2am soccer game. That could have put you back to sleep. (laughs) That's right. I think Pete was up watching it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And still managed to answer my email this morning. See, that's why. And then went back to sleep. That's why he was up. That's why he was up. (laughs) Now, what does this mean to you? And, uh, you know, we've talked about the monologue before, but for people who who haven't uh, haven't listened to our, our chat previously... 
Tell me about exactly what you had to do for the for the monologue games. Now it was a ten minute piece, straight to camera. You had to record it straight. You couldn't uh, you couldn't retake it if there was any fluffs. They were there. How uh, talk me through the process? Well, you're right. So it had to be a one camera one one shot take with a still camera. And uh, luckily, I'd been trained by a New York teacher, Karen Colehouse, how to use the frame so I can you, if you can't zoom in or zoom out so you can walk closer to the camera or you can work further away from the camera and that's how you can get some great motion and blocking within the monologue so I had to submit a qualifying entry and then when I got through to the regionals I had to redo the monologue for regional finals competing against uh, nine Australians and then in the global finals we had to do it all again and I'm so grateful to you remember last time we spoke and you put a call out for a kitchen I did how'd we go (laughs) we scored so well and so Philip Ross was listening to our chat beautiful Philip Ross who was from Newcastle Theatre Company and yeah so he's just directed a brilliant show um, there recently and I know you had him in as well so he reached out to me and we don't we hadn't met each other before. We hadn't had any direct contact, but I knew of him, of course. He's got a great reputation. And he in West Wall's End, and he's got the most brilliant kitchen. So <sighs> his house is a converted convent, which he has stylized so meticulously and beautifully. It's so artistic. He's got so much great vintage wares and creative wares. And oh, it's just magical. It was a perfect place. That's amazing. Well done. Thank you. Thank you for that one. Uh, yeah, whilst he was busy directing Scott Bevan's play, he was finding a kitchen for you. That that's what I love about this community. Yeah, he was amazing. He was so generous. He just let us into his home, and um, yeah, let us do it there. Wow, and it was such a beautiful experience. And then in the regional finals. Um, amazing um, kitchen out at Cessnock, which was fabulous and fantastic that we looked at before. So it was all in within the same theme, theme, but it, uh, it's such a wonderful jump to go from location to location to keep that excitement and thrill for me and the mm. audience. Because the monologue stays the same, doesn't it? it? And you can't use any props. It, it's it's all you've got to do it all with your surroundings. It really did take that uh, that next level of, of thinking, didn't it, from you? Yeah, I've been working on this monologue for a year now. Vanessa Bates wrote it for me this time last year and we wrote, she wrote and directed and it was launched at the Lou Chapman Show in March this year at Newcastle Fringe. And then I'm very grateful for her to give me permission and copyright mm. permission to be able to take it to the World Monologue Games and she's been very supportive the whole way. And a huge shout-out to filmmaker Brendan Dennelly as well who was the camera and my husband, Steve yes. Black, who held the boom mic. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most important thing because the boom mic has to be in the right place so that it doesn't end up in the camera. Absolutely, and picks up the right sounds. Mm. Not the shoveling feet, but the dialogue. Yeah. And um, it does... You know, it's it's you. I have to practice again and again and again. So he had his arms up in the air for a very long time. Oh, poor <laughs> darling. God bless him. God bless him. Lou, what does this mean for you now? I mean, uh, yeah, you, you are so well known and so so loved here in Newcastle and the Hunter. I know you've done some work down in Sydney. You know, you, you've been there, you've done it, uh, you've worked uh, around the world. What does this mean to you? I wanted to share something great that's come out of it. We spoke last time about um, a film director, Jake Diamond, and we met in New York City and we did a film together when just after I graduated from the Atlantic Theatre Company a long time ago. So I reckon we did this film like in... 
2000, perhaps. And uh, anyway, so we reconnected um, over the road to Tipperborough firstly, but then the World Monologue Games, and he's been sharing my story and watching my progress. And I plucked up the courage to ask him mm. to write me a monologue. And within days, it arrived. So he's written me a monologue. But, wow. But what I love so much about this one is it's written for screen. Yeah. And so um, in our dreams, we've already started chatting about uh, rendezvousing in New York City to film it. (laughs) Oh, my God, Lou, that is fantastic. So I really, really want to make that dream come true. Well, you can travel now. I know. Just book your ticket now so Mm. that you get the price now, not the price in six months' time, which will probably be a 150% increase. It's, yeah, it's crazy to fly. It's crazy to fly at the moment. Good, good tip. Yeah, Mm. good to know because I haven't travelled since (laughs) the lockdowns. And all of this started in the lockdown. Pete created this flat platform because every theatre in the world closed and and that's the thing. You can rehearse all you like at home in your living room, but everyone needs an audience mm. and everyone needs feedback. Yeah, absolutely. So we've got that coming out of it. Um, obviously, you know, you're going to be able to put this up everywhere that you go now. Yeah. Um, what have you got coming up? I know that you've just finished a, a run up in Maitland. Um, what have you got now? What are you, what are you doing now? Or are you taking a break finally? No. Oh. I did want to have a rest and then I realised I'd already clocked up another six projects <laughs> before. That are, that are due before March. So uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm not very – I can wish to have a rest, but I mm. keep getting very thrilled and excited about potential projects and keep piling them on. Yeah. But it energises me, so that's great. So um, I am known for that uh, monologue. So last mm. year in the World Monologue Games I did It's Easier to Say Clitoris When You're Dead by Fiona Leonard, mm. Blue Goat Theatre in Germany, in Dusseldorf. And she has written me a new piece called Ten Minutes Past Then. Wow. And this will be launched at uh, Lake Macquarie at the One Act Play Festival in February. Awesome. I actually wondered if you were doing, uh, if you are part of that, because that's uh, really phenomenal as well, isn't it, what they're doing out there? Oh, it's a brilliant project. It's a, it's about just bringing all these creatives together because everybody needs to be around your tribe. Everyone needs to inspire and energise each other and collaborate and bring audiences together. And, and so um, it's a wonderful, wonderful project. I'm so excited to be part of that. It'll be per, uh, the performances on the 24th and the 25th of February. And then I want to incorporate 10 minutes past then into the new iteration of the Lou Chapman show that mm. will be at Newcastle Fringe 2023. Yes, good stuff. That's and my wonderful. dreams are to, um, I'd love to, like I need to put all these things into place, but I really want to take the Lou Chapman show to Sydney Fringe and new annual mm. in Newcastle as well. I see no reason why you shouldn't. Yeah, and we did Mad Bitches with Sydney Fringe and you, as you, as you know, mm. yeah. Wow, you're, uh, you're really killing it, aren't you? This, the fact that what I really love about these awards is that there's a judge's component, but then there's also a viewer's component. And that actually goes into, into who wins. It, it's actually given equal footing. And, uh, and that was the incredible thing, wasn't it? That uh, the, uh, the second and third place getters in, in your category, the only thing that, that separated them was the viewers' vote, wasn't it? That was all that separated them. Yet you had this incredible viewer vote. You must be, that must just be such such a recognition and such a validation for for what you're doing it really is it is uh, it's amazing to be selected by the judges and I love Pete's thinking about having all the viewers choices because an actor you 
you need to know the business of the industry and part of the business is self-promotion mm. and and he's creating this platform where we can cross-promote each other and uh, the two Australians that were also in the final, JJ and Evelyn, we, we really teamed up online and we tagged mm. each other and supported each other and while I've never met them in person, you know, they feel like mm. my new best acting buddies yeah. and Evelyn, she works at the Opera House as well so she's reconnected me with all my buddies from when I worked there as well um, so yeah overall but it's great validation I don't think I've been in an acting competition before and I've certainly not won mm. a competition before yeah because you're also uh, your background is also dancing as well you're a dancer also so you know as, as a dancer you are you are used to competing you're used to getting that feedback and used to having all of that uh, critique going on all the time aren't you and uh, do you miss that when you're doing these this the monologue like do you miss that actual competing the competition Oh, I do miss all the dancing. Like yeah, that was my absolute, like yourself, my mm. absolute first passion. And uh, Katie at Catapult Dance is always encouraging me to go back. But sometimes I think the thing that you want the most, you have most resistance to as well. And obviously not 16 anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Look, we're, you know, the 50s are the new 30s. That's, That's right. how I'm going on it anyway. But even at 30, I don't think I could have put the dancing shoes back on. <laughs> but even on that level, um, the the international exposure, I've reconnected with one of Tessa Maunder's ballet girls who's no. in a contemporary dance company in East Germany and uh, because it's such an expressive expressive character driven company even in her 50s she's still um, professionally performing so um, we're online chatting about how amazing it'll be to collaborate and do something and with technology you can you make can these things it. happen you can both go into a film studio and and uh, hook up live and respond to each other and react and create an online piece yeah how do you feel that um, that dance and, and I mean there was <laughs> Tessa Maunder was known as a, a very tough teacher. Um, you know, I, I went through with with Marie Walton, but they were both very very tough teachers, weren't they? But they made us who we are today with that that hard love. Yeah, I do agree. It was. Um old school discipline mm. and and I, I I believe you're you're right um you you learn the discipline you put your priorities into achieving your goals or striving towards your goals and and my best friends are also my ballet buddies mm. um you know uh you stay connected because you've had that great experience together mm. and uh, you learn time management it makes you know, great physiological connection between mm. the brain and the body. And um, I think all dancers have had that training, do go on to succeed in whatever they do because they've got the discipline and the mm. drive. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. How did you feel when uh, when we lost Tessa in July of this year? I mean, uh, she was, you know, she was getting on. She's been, you know, she was 98 years of age, for heaven's sake. You know, she had a fantastic innings. How did you feel when we lost her? Well, it, it is a huge loss. And I was so fortunate to be able to go to her funeral. And when they read the eulogy and when people spoke, I learned so much more about her than I ever really realised. Because um, we, I did the, um, the Royalist 
at the Royal Academy of Dance examinations. And what I didn't realise is she was the woman who brought that into Australia and always based in Newcastle mm. as well. And as you know, just so many generations of dancers oh. and the teachers that are teaching now, a lot of them derive from her. And so that was such an amazing reunion. I um, And the reach that she had all around the world and taking... I went to um, Russia with Tessa Maunder and that was in 86 and that was an incredible experience and we got to do class and meet the dancers from the Moscow Ballet and a phenomenal experience and then we went around Europe and mind-blowing she loved her she loved her students like her family like they were weren't they she never had any children they were her children that's right and she had a scholarship that she would fund people to go overseas and she had the right connections so as soon as you graduated Mm -hmm. you could travel over there and uh, she went herself um, on these trips and she learned choreography and she m- met uh, different people to influence and bring all that back to Australia right here yeah. in Newcastle. Yeah, exactly and it's why we have the, the ballerinas that, that have come out of here. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. I'm talking with Lou Chapman who has taken out the World Monologue Games title in the endurance category overnight. We're having a bit of a chat and a catch up. Lou, what's next? So we know that we're, we've got these these productions company coming. Um, you do need a break, though. I, I am going to do the lifestyle coaching now. You need a break, love. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm going to I'm going to celebrate my break at um, the Woodford Folk Festival over Christmas New Year. Awesome. Yeah. That'll be great. I'm pleased to hear that because you do need a, you need to stop for a little while. You know, I mean, yeah. you and I have been talking for, for at least two years now since the, the Lou Chapman show first, you know, you, you first put it, to, it above water. And uh, it's really exciting to see how you're going and, and where you're up to. It's still not a full-time job though, is it? Oh, no. Well, yeah, got to keep the day job, that's mm. for sure. There's not much money in it mm. <laughs> so far. But, you know, uh, you got to keep positive and um, I think I think screen screen is the way to go Mm. in terms of reaching broader audiences I've um, been primarily in theatre but um, you know that's a whole different kettle of fish Mm. you just can't reach as many people no and look there's nothing like that live audience but as you say you know movies the camera the screening the streaming that's all where the future is and uh, I'm so excited for what's what's possible for you yeah, yeah. And I've got I'm trying to get all the ducks lined up and um soon I'll let you know when I'm launching my website so people will be able to follow me and keep abreast of what's happening and share the success of all my peers around here because it's the community. You can't do it in isolation. You absolutely cannot. That's that's the big thing that uh since I've been here and since I've been uh, yeah, talking to, to all of the different theatre companies and the actors and the actresses, since I've been speaking with all of them, I really have worked out that, that there really is a community here and you just all go from one company to the other and you support each other and you're at all of the performances. It's just an incredible thing and I think it's something that is very special to Newcastle. I think we're very lucky here in Newcastle. So many opportunities and so many people who learn the craft on as a director, as a writer, as a performer, and once you get that point of view, all-round point of view, it's brilliant. Well, it is just amazing. I mean, we've got a, uh, a Newcastle writer who's doing the the remake of Mother and Son. Now we've got, uh, you know, we, we've got some incredible actresses on on the the mainstream. You know, I know that we've got Zach Garrett at the moment. He's shooting a movie up in uh, up in the Gold Coast, which hopefully I can tell you about next week. Hopefully, because it is just mind blowing who he's working with. Um, but you know, 
we're all Novocastrians. You know, Luke Spark, who is the director of, of Occupation and all of those those, those things, you know, we're, we're making it to Hollywood. We really are. Yeah, and I'm glad that we're celebrating it. Absolutely. Yeah. Look, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. I am so, so proud when I uh, when I saw that uh, that last night. And as I said, you know, you just owe I won gold. What the? <laughs> Lou, Lou, celebrate. Yeah. Oh, I'll be celebrating. I really appreciate your support. And My pleasure. It always, uh, it's always there. So thank you so much, uh, so much for your time. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live, and that is Lou Chapman, who uh, who has taken out the gold medal in the World Monologue Games 2022 Global fi- Finals in the endurance category. And I'll have some, uh, I'll have some links up for you so that you can have a look at uh, at Lou's performance and also the uh, presentation last night. I'm very very proud of it as you can see you're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live Newcastle in the morning takes you through the big events and the most talked about stories of the day that matter to you and your life from what's on to what matters Tracy Mack takes you beyond the headlines what it is why it matters and how it impacts your daily life Tracy Mack brings you Newcastle in the morning weekdays from 9 on Newcastle Live